Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode sweet 16 of the Songs and Stories podcast. Being episode 16, there's a blatantly obvious song choice for this episode. And no, it's not Billy Idol, but it is, of course, When You Were Sweet 16. When You Were Sweet 16 isn't actually an Irish song at all, although it's now often associated with the Irish traditional folk music. This is mainly because it was such a success when it was recorded by Dublin band The Furies, which we'll get to look at in a couple of moments. Both the words and the music were written by Irish-American songwriter James Thornton way back in the late 19th century. So, When You Were Sweet Sixteen came from America. Written by James, or Jimmy Thornton, and published in 1898, inspired and originally sung by the composer's wife, the ballad quickly became a hit song in vaudeville. Vaudeville is a theatric genre of variety entertainment born in France at the end of the 19th century. A vaudeville was originally a comedy without psychological or moral intentions, based on a comical situation, a dramatic composition or light poetry mixed with songs. It became popular in the United States and Canada from the early 1880s until the early 1930s, but the idea of vaudeville's theatre changed radically from its French roots. You could almost say it's a bit like what we now know as musical theatre in a way. A vaudeville performer is often referred to as a vaudevillain. James Thornton was a vaudevillain, best known during his life for his comedy monologues. However, he composed numerous popular songs, especially in the 1880s and 1890s. When You Were Sweet Sixteen, published in 1898, was inspired by Thornton's wife, Bonnie. When she asked her husband if he still loved her, Thornton replied, I love you like I did when you were sweet sixteen. Bonnie Thornton, in her own right, was a popular vaudeville singer who sang many of her husband's compositions introduced the song in her act. The song has a long recording history that includes numerous popular singers and has been heard on film and is considered a standard for barbershop quartets, which is probably hard to imagine given the version of the song we've come to know now. But here's a bit of a barbershop version of the song, very close to how Thornton would have originally written and envisaged the song. I love you as 
sweet when you were sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. When you were sweet sixteen sold over a million copies of sheet music. Thornton had sold it to two publishers, M. Whitmark and Son and Joseph Stern and Company, and it consequently became the subject of a lawsuit. This piece of sheet music contained an intro piece on the piano, not quite the same as the one we're probably more familiar with, but here's that intro from the sheet music. This particular piece is from 1898, and you can hear the concept of beginning the song with the melody, albeit on the piano. The lyrics of When You Were Sweet Sixteen are typical of the sentimental ballads of the 1890s. The composition is what's known as strophic, two verses with a chorus. The song's been recorded by many artists in many styles, and over a period of more than a century. When You Were Sweet Sixteen was the number one record in 1900. Recorded by Jer Mahoney on Edison Records, it became the number one record in April and held the spot for five weeks. It was also recorded by George Gaskin on Columbia. And in November, this record rose to number one as well, remaining there for eight weeks. Other artists follow quickly, including Jay Myers and Harry McDonough. Here's a bit of that Harry McDonough version. Now, you'll have to excuse the audio quality, as it is over 120 years old. But it has a bit of that cheap music intro that we just heard, and it sang more like the barbershop quartet style that we also heard. So it's a bit of a combination of the two, and it was one of the first major recordings of the song. Sweet Sixteen, sung by Harry McDonald. When first I saw the love light in your eyes And heard your voice like sweetest melody Words of love to my enraptured soul. The world had not but joy in store for me. The first person to perform it was his wife Bonnie, who was a popular vaudeville singer in the United States. I love you as I loved you when you were 16. Thornton supposedly got the idea for the song from an off the cuff remark he made to his wife. One day, she was feeling a little insecure and asked him if he still loved her. He replied, I love you as I loved you when you were 16, as I mentioned a moment ago. His songwriter's instinct kicked in immediately and he realised that it would not only provide a good line for a song, but also perform the basis for an excellent theme on which a complete song could be based. Before the song was released, it was sung with relative success by Bonnie Thornton. The song was first published, as I mentioned, in 1898 by Whitmark and Sons of New York and Chicago. The cover of that sheet music announces that the song had been sung with great success by Bonnie Thornton and it was also sung with success by Raymond Moore, another popular vaudeville singer of the day. The sheet music is described as being arranged for a five-band orchestra, banjo, mandolin, guitar. This wouldn't be too far from the Furies version recorded nearly a hundred years later featuring two guitars, a banjo, a violin and an accordion. Later on, Perry Como's recording in 1947 was released by RCA Victor. 
The record first charted in Billboard on August 16, 1947, and it lasted 12 weeks on the chart, peaking at number 2. The song was one side of a two-sided hit. The flip side was Chibaba Chibaba, and that reached number 1. As well as remaining very popular with barbershop quartets, the song became quite popular with orchestras as well, and this 1947 revival of the song led to a number of artists recording it, both that year and over the next 50 odd years, such as The Furies with Davy Arter, who took it to number 14 in the UK in October 1981. Glenn Campbell, Tommy Flenning, Barry Manilow, Daniel O'Donnell also covered the song. The song's been used in films a number of times. In the 1930 military comedy High Seas starring Charlie Chase, it was sung by the soldiers while they were being bombed. Shirley Temple sang it in 1938 in the movie Little Miss Broadway. In the 1946 film The Jolson Story, it was sung by Rudy Whistler, dubbing for Scotty Beckett, who was portraying a young Al Johnson. The song also appeared in the 1987 film Ironweed starring Jack Nicholson and Meryl Streep, and mustachioed barkeep keeps singing the song behind the bar. More recently, the song was sung by Steve Coogan in 2019 for the comedy series, this time with Alan Partridge. And again, on the Late Late Show, Finbar Fury and Imelda May captured the hearts of the nation as well as millions of online viewers with a performance in 2018 on the show. Here's a verse from this, which is probably longer than some of the usual clips, but it's difficult to cut either the intro or Imelda or Finbar singing. So here's a little bit of that as well. First, I saw the love light in your eye. I thought the world had not a child for me, and even though we drifted far apart. I never dream, but what I dream of thee. I love you as I never loved before. Since first I saw you.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The song is lyrically very simple, with only two verses and a chorus. Its great strength is the way it conjures up a sense of warmth and nostalgia, without tipping over too far towards sentimentality. The third line of the second verse also mentions Auld Lang Syne. This is an old Scottish phrase, made famous in the song of the same name, which is sung across the world on New Year's Eve. It refers to happy times in days gone by, a sentiment which is very much in keeping with the theme of looking back on happier days of being sweet 16. It was of course the furies that breathed new life into when you were sweet 16, and were rewarded by having a huge hit record. The song had been recorded by some top artists in the first half of the 20th century, as I mentioned a couple of moments ago, such as Al Yolson and Slim Whitman, but it fell out of fashion after the arrival of rock and roll in the 1950s. It was largely forgotten when the Furies decided to play it at a show in 1980. They had learnt it from their father, Ted, who was an accomplished fiddle player and a mentor to his sons, and it was their mother who urged them to record it. They had no intention of recording it at the time and had only played it to please their mother who loved the song having heard it in her youth. When the show was over, she told them their version was terrific and that they should record it. They took her advice and released the song as a single in 1981 
and it was an immediate success and gave the band their first major hit, number one in the Irish pop charts. As well as getting to number one in the Irish charts, it got to number 14 in the UK and number nine in Australia. The song's success not only gave the band an immediate financial boost, but more importantly, it brought them to a much wider audience, much wider than they'd been able to achieve by touring, even though they were one of the hardest working bands on the folk circuit at that time. It boosted the audience numbers at their concerts and paved the way for more chart success, for example with the likes of the Green Fields of France. The Fury's arrangement was simple but effective. The success of the song owed a lot to the vocals of Finbar Fury and of course his banjo playing. The song begins with Finbar improvising an intro based on the melody. It's simple yet the notes ring out with crystal clarity, so much so that for many people the banjo playing is the highlight of the song and some even think that the banjo solo is kinda like the chorus of the song. The Furies also released a video to go with the recording of When You Were Sweet 16. It was their first venture into pop videos and featured the band dressed smartly in tuxedos, far removed from the casual clothes they usually wore on stage. They didn't look particularly comfortable and Finbar, being a bit of a rebel, removed his toy and that became almost a bit of a look for him. The video featured the band performing the song mixed with shots of a young girl dressed in what you could probably describe as traditional Irish clothes and running across the likes of village greens at the appropriate times to match the lyrics of the song. So there we have it for episode 16, a 19th century vaudeville barbershop quartet song becoming one of Ireland's favourite songs and possibly a catapult for the great success of the Furies. And a bit of sheet music played on the piano, becoming a staple in the repertoire of banjo and mandolin players across the world, probably thanks to Finbar Fury. So to end episode 16, here's When You Were Sweet 16 by the Furies.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.